Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I am super excited to have Oleg Lohid on the show today. His start in life was inauspicious at nine years old. And I love his story, by the way. It's just so powerful. I don't love what happened to him, but I love the power that he takes from it and, you know, what he what he tells. So I can't wait to have him tell it. But at nine years old, he relinquished his parents' rights and entered the Russian orphanage. At 12 years old, he decided to be adopted into a new family in a new country halfway across the world to start a new life. At 24 years old, he began his journey of helping others live the life they have always dreamed of despite their hardships and misfortunes by allowing them to recognize the uniqueness and worth within their own story. You can find out more about him, listen to his podcast, check out the events that he's uh, that he's uh, involved with, check out his TED Talk as well, and you can also share your own stories and experiences with him at his website, which is overcomingodds.today. So go there, check that out. Oleg, welcome to 10-Minute Mindset. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on, and thank you for that kind introduction and proper pronunciation of my name. I know how important that is. We had a nice discussion about that before we <laughs> record, but it, it's so great to have you. Your story is so powerful. Okay, let's mm-hmm. just start with that because I watched your TED Talk, which is phenomenal, by the way. So I recommend everyone go to your website, OvercomingOdds.today. Check out your check out Oleg's TED Talk. And uh, if you don't mind, tell us your story. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, as you mentioned, my story begins in a town called Chibarkul, Russia. And for the first couple of years, I had a, I guess I could say rather traditional upbringing where I was able to be under one roof with my mom and my sister. My father was absent from birth and there's still, um, there are a couple of stories that go around as far as what actually happened to him or who he was. So I, I don't have a clear enough perspective of who he was in the role that he actually played. Um, but the, the story began in that small town and at about four to five years old, there had been a drastic change within my family household. And that is my mom decided to become an alcoholic. And so as part of that, for any of those that are listening to this particular episode and have experienced similar environments, what ends up happening in a household like that, when your primary caregiver decides to make a decision such as the one that she did is that it changes everything within your house. It changes who you go to for help, in my case. It changes the role that my sister had to become. So from she essentially had to go from becoming a sister to becoming my legal guardian. And to date, I still wonder what that might have felt like 
what she had to do as far as decisions and the transition she had to make in order to be able to be someone in that particular position who was my legal guardian at the time. But, you know, as part of that journey for that first, those first 12 years, I've experienced, as you mentioned, a lot of tragedy, a lot of different adversities that I'm extremely grateful for in, in knowing who I am now and having developed this particular perspective. And the reason why I say that is because I firmly believe that all of the traumatic experiences, all of the hardships that I've had to experience within my life are there for a reason. They are the things that help me define and refine my purpose as I, as I go into this next, you could say, phase of work in developing a community for other people have similar experiences. But the second stage and the one that you mentioned that ended up happening was when I was nine years old, I was put in a position where I was able to relinquish my parents' rights and change my trajectory slightly. And so as part of that change, one of the things that I had to embrace was this new environment that I had put myself in and I was the orphanage. I ended up living there for three years. I've seen, I've seen it all as far as the things that actually happen in it, the forms of abuse, mental, physical, but I've also seen elements of care. I've also seen elements of love. I've seen opportunities where I was able to develop my own skill set through the different chores and things that were required to do. And it was that place actually that created this, I guess you could say ultimate opportunity for me to be adopted at the age of 12, which ended up bringing me to Ann Arbor, Michigan with a fresh start and a possibility of a new future. So when I came to the States in 2005, I didn't speak any English. I knew very little about this part of the world, but I've always had this drive that I'm going to figure it out. I've always had this mindset that no matter what happens to me, no matter how great the adversity may seem in front of me, that there is always a way to get around it. And the reason why I still continue to believe that is that I firmly believe in myself, no matter what happens. I actually just had a conversation yesterday with another friend of mine and he was asking me, you know, when, when things become extremely difficult in your life, what do you do? Who do you turn to? And I said, I turned to myself because I've believed that. And especially through this lived experience that I've had, that no matter how difficult the challenge may be, that I've gone through worse things than that, that I've gone through more challenging things than that. And so just knowing the fact that I've been able to overcome a lot of the things in the past allows me to understand that I can overcome the things that I have in front of me. So as part of that journey, the final phase of what you mentioned was about two years ago, two and a half years ago, I decided to take the next step forward with my story and create a space and a platform for other people to share their own lived experiences. Now, it started off as a space strictly for adoptees and foster youth to be able to share their lived experience. And, and my focus of it was not only focus on the quote unquote success stories, but focus on the entire journey. Focus on all the experiences because 
if there's anything that I've believed, it is that there's always two sides to the story. So in order for you to make the best possible decision after hearing someone else's perspective, I firmly believe that you have to know as many angles to that story or to that decision as possible. What I've learned since was that this platform, it speaks to much more than I thought. It's, it also speaks to people who are refugees, immigrants, people who have experienced hardship in life. And what it made me realize is that ultimately what we're creating is a platform for humans to be themselves, for humans to develop and find the courage within their own story, for humans to find a space where they can embrace the things that have happened to them and the things that are currently happening to them. And as you might have mentioned, and, and some of the other listeners that can relate to this, you know, when we look at our daily lives and the routines that we go through on a daily basis, one of the challenges that I experience is that there are very few places where I can fully be me. And what I mean by that is when I go into a grocery store or when I go into a Starbucks, there aren't many opportunities for me to share what I'm actually going through with the people that are taking my order. So as part of that journey, it only made me realize that this space has to be created because where else are people going to process what they're going through? And sure, they can go into therapy and things like that. And, and as part of this journey, it also helped me redefine what therapy means. I think this is therapy. I think every chance you get a chance, you get an opportunity to share your story. It can be therapeutic, no matter who it is. It doesn't have to be a professional for you to do it. It could be your best friend. It could be someone that you have trust with. So for me, creating that space, it was critical because I noticed that there was a huge need, not only for myself, but for other people who haven't had an opportunity and don't have opportunities to fully share the things that they're going through. Oh, like that's great stuff, man. Very powerful. I mean, your whole story and then how you took that and flipped it into a positive. And, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm sure it wasn't all rainbows and sunshine as you went through it. And being <laughs> able to look back on that and to mm -hmm. say, what can I take from this to help other people, to serve other people, and to help them share their story so that maybe they can see the positive in their own situations as well. And mm -hmm. you know, you've also turned it into a nonprofit and mm -hmm. you're out there. You know, you're having, you're hosting events, you're speaking at events, you're doing your podcast. So you're really making profound contributions, helping people overcome the odds, helping people with their stories and own their mm -hmm. stories and own it in a powerful, profound way. So thank you for that. This has been awesome. I can't wait to pick up the conversation on the next episode. I want to remind people to visit you at overcomingodds.today where they can listen to your podcast, see what events you have coming up, and also share their stories and experiences on the platform that you've created. So thank you so much for that. And I look forward to speaking with you again on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you for having me on.
Hey everyone, I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.